Hello, this is Jeff. Time is an easily traversed spheroid, making thought and light at once through a network of roadways and tunnels. It is curious that the five-dimensional map of this intricate design resembles a human neural network of exactly nine beings, once properly activated and made synchronous. Do you also find this curious? What happens when more than nine beings are synchronized and remain after these events, which must now happen? You will listen. You will do so carefully, and you will record appropriately. Hello? What time is it? Who is it? Um, I don't know. I... Situation. Green. Be. Blessed. Sorry, honey. I have to take this. So we have just done a fun handler hand wave to get you guys back to the hotel, cleaned up. You're covered with muck and mud. It is still raining. The sun has dipped down below the horizon. So it is late evening now, October 30th, Saturday in Northampton, Massachusetts. Hey, that's so, the day before Halloween. Uh, typically, yeah. Typically. So is that the plan? We want to wait until either late at night or early the next morning? I guess let's to, run through that conversation. So yeah, let's to go be downtown, in the hotel and we're talking through this, yes? Break into break into the bookstore. Is that the next plan? Yeah, I, mean, I think so. If it's early evening, we can give the dentist a call now on just inquiring about historical structures. What would you ask the dentist? I mean, I'm totally down for that. I just don't know, what, I don't know how we would. Him. We've been doing all this research on... Uh, all sorts of who stuff. have you been contacting about the ownership of the depths? I met with Smith, with Miss Pounds, and I love what you did with her teeth. She seems happy as shit. Can I get the same deal? I don't hold, have holes a lot in my of teeth, money. bud. Holes in my teeth. <laughs> hmm. I mean, into it. it could work. Ryan is gonna hand Paris his phone. <laughs> we could send Ryan. Paris is cool. gonna yeah. hand. It's about eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. Let's Excuse give it a go. Kid. Hot potato? Is that what we're playing here? <laughs> Saturday night in Northampton, Oh, I didn't realize it was 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Then we're heading downtown, baby. I, to I told you that. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, just, we're, the, we're scoping the horizon. Uh, I set it up. It's October. He totally set the scene. It's October. The sun would be completely That's down long Let's, before that. Why don't we make... Hey, guys. I'm over here talking my bullshit. 
Paris, Paris wow. says, "Hey, why don't why don't we uh, why don't we just drive by the place and and get a sense of what's going on? We'll case it. We'll give it a little drive by. We'll see how it looks. We'll decide if it feels like a I good like idea. Yes, let's let's give our give, let's give our characters a chance to think this through once more time. One more time. Yeah. So we all pile back into the car and we listen to the radio on the way. It's just beautiful country music uh, swelling up from WXXT. How would you describe beautiful country music? I, I think it was honestly a redundancy. So my apologies. It's country music. <laughs> uh, it's understood that it's beautiful. Beautiful. Love that. So y'all uh, go ahead and, and make your way back to downtown Northampton mm-hmm. and you drive down cobbled Main Street. It's not busy. I would say there were a few lights on in a couple of shops. You see a barber's uh, looks like they're sweeping up some hair. There's a, a couple of workers there that you can see through large plate glass. Main Street does have large ornate wrought iron light fixtures running down it. So it is extremely well lit thoroughfare. As you drive by depths, you can see it is darkened inside. It doesn't appear to be open. The boutique next to it also darkened. The coffee shop next to it still has the lights on, but it appears to be closed. And are there a lot of cameras around the area pointed in the general direction of, of uh, depth? Are are there cameras Do outside like of depths? Any, any security cameras in the area? Looks like the coffee shop has a very obvious camera on the inside of their door that's pointed toward the street. That's all you can see driving by without doing some sort of lengthy search. What is what does depth back up into? Is it an alley? Is it connected on both sides to the adjoining businesses? Like how is this set up? Yeah, absolutely. So when you when you drive around the the block, you see that this strip is just part of a, of a larger block edifice. So you have another strip on the other side of it. So there's say, no alley so in between. There's no alley in between, okay. So it doesn't have like a back door at all? You don't see a back door, but on this other side, this other side of the commercial strip, you see what looks like a, a chef's college, a cooking college. There's definitely some lazy traffic on Main Street. It's not a, an abandoned thoroughfare. I, I want you to understand that this is not an abandoned place. So whatever approach you take should be taken with that fact in mind. You're not in the middle of nowhere. You're not in the middle of a field. This is Main Got Street in Northampton. Hear me out. Let's go to the local radio station, set it on fire, and then break into the bookstore while everybody's distracted. I don't think that that's a bad idea. Setting fire to a radio station thematically ties into what we're doing. So ah, it's a win. It's also raining. (laughs) I appreciate that. Of course. Look, guys, tomorrow is Halloween. We've got witches involved with... There's no way that doesn't play out given all the other shit that we've seen. And... Right now, this is the only thing I can think of that gives us any sort of clue moving forward. I understand that this is dangerous as shit. Kane, I know you're former FBI. Maybe there's something that you can do to think of a pretext for a reason to break in. But if I can get in and get out before any cops show up, I think it's worth the risk. And if I don't, I don't. We'll figure that out then as well. I wouldn't mind a a lookout. You know, I think I hear some screaming inside and that's a crime probably happening somebody that needs help we have hey there he is way. okay prentice showing up chasing chasing a perp or something <laughs> all right you guys with me hell yeah all right let's do this awesome who's gonna watch our backs jesus from the passersby of northampton <laughs> massachusetts agent kane who are you afraid of yes <laughs> <laughs> you can take them Okay, Ryan's gonna walk up to the door. Which should we 
Okay. Try do opening I have, it. Do I have a crowd of four other or three other agents behind you, or did you all stay in the car? Give set the scene for me. All, all truth. Should we wait though, at least to like three in the morning or four in the morning when there's, there's the least amount of traffic on the street, just to be a hundred percent? I think we wait till probably like eleven p.m. I mean, I guess let me say it this way: Ryan looks around for open businesses. Are there any open businesses, Chris? There was there was the barbershop that was up late closing down late across the way. You do see a couple of workers through the plate glass. They're across the street. The lights are on at the next door coffee shop, but it doesn't appear there's anybody in there and it looks like it's closed. Otherwise, the other shops look completely closed. There are very extremely bright lights from the ornate iron sure. rot lanterns that right line this street. We could shoot out one of those, shoot out, listen to me, fucking shoot out, let's shoot out a light. Okay. Let's not worry about it. Great way to draw attention to ourselves. That, uh, yeah, uh, let's just break in. Just do it. Ryan's going to walk up. Ryan is going to walk up to the building. Ryan's going to get Set out of the, the car. Scene. Is it just you? Ryan's going to get out of the car. Uh, Paris, okay. Paris is with and him. And say, Paris. Prentice, Prentice, you come up with... Paris fine. with him. Paris, you join me. Kane, Prentice, why don't you guys keep back a few paces and just walk past the entrance nonchalantly and be somewhat of a an eyes and ears for sirens. If you hear anything run by the door, scream, so we know that we need to get out of there, too. That I'm sound good? I'm just going to pretend to be so absorbed in my phone that I don't notice anything, and I just pause in front of the window. Perfect. Of this door. So you're outside, under the eaves, as the rain falls around you, on your phone, kind mm-hmm. of in front of the plate glass window that is home to Depths the Bookstore. Is that correct? Yep. Holding an umbrella up, you know, just... And Agent Kane, where are you right now? That's a good question. Kane's gonna Kane's gonna be up against Prentice under that umbrella. As a, as a couple huddled under the rain, perhaps trying to get a late Uber in Northampton. Yes. Got it. All right, Ryan Parrish, you're standing in front of the wooden door to Depths. It does have a half window there, the top of the door frame. Again, it's the painted name of the shop. Its hours are also hand-painted, kind of scratched and faded. You can see inside, even though it's darkened. Do we see, based on looking at the hours, are they open on Sundays? They are not open on Sundays. They are closed on Sundays and Mondays. Paris looks to see if he sees any um, like security tape along the edge of the glass, like the break. You know, if the glass breaks, is it going to trip it? Or looks just looks for like some security. You're specifically looking for that uh, telltale little bit of tape. You don't, you do not see it, but you're gonna go ahead and roll a search plus twenty percent for me. Ryan's also, by the way, gonna try the door, just you know, knowing our luck, it'll uh, be like <laughs> it opens. I uh, failed. <laughs> Fifty-one out of a forty-two with that plus twenty percent. So thank you for that attempt to help me. Appreciate it. You don't spot Super it at all. Clean. It looks clean. I, I think we could break this glass. Mm-hmm. All right, Ryan tries the door. Wait. It's open. <laughs> it swings inward, and you hear the same chime that you heard earlier today. Excellent. <laughs> There's no alarm that you can hear. Great. Brian heads towards the counter in what you would say is the back of a shop to where there would be an office space or, or storage or something like that. Do I see anything? Does Ryan see anything like that? So it's just like I described previously. We've got this haphazard, messy bookstore full of pseudo mystical paraphernalia. Again, it is labyrinthine and claustrophobic back there mm-hmm. with shelves sagging under the weight of the heavy books that again are just sort of thrown about and stacked with no real categorization that you've been able to notice. Okay, Prentice having noticed that that they just walked in with no glass breaking or anything, turns to Kane and says, I think we're gonna just go in. 
Kane's gonna Puts shrug. Puts his phone in his pocket and follows. Guess so. Close the door behind me. Perfect. All four of you are now inside the darkened shop, the bookstore depths. Again, claustrophobic, as I described. The aisles stretch back into what is a very lengthy floor, not a very wide floor. Some books are stacked to the ceiling, even so high as to raise the drop ceiling in certain places. Uh, this place is, as, as you take a look around, even in the dark, it, it, it's, it's a dump, really. The smell of musty books fills your nostrils. You begin poking around. Now, I assume we're going to take some lights out in order to better peruse the tomes. Are we using flashlights, cell phones, both? I think cell phone might fine. Yeah, and attempting to keep it. Paris is looking for a uh, a door, or like an office, a back room, something. Yeah, yeah, that's what Ryan's Ryan's after as well. Beautiful. We can all. I need to make a quick roll. One moment. Roll for office. What's that skill, Chris? Paris, what is your search at? <laughs> My search is at. <laughs> 20. You can tell Chris is buzzing with my shit all day. <laughs> Just like fully unfazed. 22. 22. I love it. And Ryan, what is your search? Better. Oh, is it? Uh, actually, I don't know. 27. <gasps> so yes. <laughs> okay. Sorry, right. John. You're doing great, man. And what is Kane and Prentice doing? Kane's looking. Also searching. Go ahead. I mean, also searching. <laughs> Kane's going to look around the register and the counter and see what's over there, if there's anything tucked behind, that type of thing. Got it. And, and so basically the other side of the shop that you didn't get a chance to look at when you were there last time. Makes perfect sense. Okay. I need all four of you now to roll your searches. How much are we adding to that, Chris? Unfortunately, nothing. But no oh, detriment. No. So <laughs> I there you go. Five out, of, five out of 22. I, I failed nice. 81 out of 27. Critical Ryan, not failure, as nice. 88 out of 52. Kane, not nice at all. And I got a 24 of 24, which is a success. Oh, it is. Oh, nice, right? nice dude. Kane looks <laughs> Isn't that like extra Kane looks good? Down. No, it's just... No. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's a pass. Basically, okay. just Kane, a pass. Kane looks down and sees a shoe. Fuck me, then. And then gets terrified and falls over and then realizes <laughs> it's her own shoe. Look, I'm doing my best <laughs> here. I think it's going to be some like helplessness. I'm trying my best here. Come on. <laughs> so, Paris. You're not my father, John. Prentice. You both make your way to the very back of this shop and have to almost swim your way through piles and stacks of these books and tomes. What would you say the depth of the swimming is? Ouch. Well, all right, I got it. We just lost we... our last listener. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask about backstroke or butterfly stroke, but that was way better. <laughs> Prentice, you trip over one of these stacks in the dark, Falling and Paris grabs your arm uh, as you nearly face plant amongst these piles. Both of your hearts kind of stop for just a brief moment as you see one of these tottering piles begin to sway and then fall and with a loud thumping and thudding all of these thuds begin to fill the air kane hears this it's a wumpleden party and of course ryan hears this he's actually on the aisle uh, next to you as this pile just just collapses around you all of you kind of wince a little bit look at the uh, front of the shop almost instinctually uh, no indication that uh, anyone in the rain outside has heard this and you realize really not loud enough to 
draw attention most likely. But you look around, kind of dust yourself off, Prentice, and behind this stack is a moldy, again, drooping shelf. You see behind that shelf, there is a door that has been blocked off from the rest of the shop floor. As you squint and get a little closer, raising up your cell phone light, you can see it does have a padlock on it. You'll need to move the shelf to get full access to it, as well as many of the other moldering book piles. Moldering? Ryan is on the other aisle. He heard the cacophony of thudding books that was part of this adventure. Kane heard that as well as she peruses the receipts and register area. Upon hearing this, Ryan's going to run around back to find them in response. You can see them both clearing some books away to reveal what is a padlocked door. Found a door. Behind a drooping wooden shelf. Yeah, I'll just hear Kane call from up front. Are you having a ride back there? Yeah, we found a door. Just, there's a padlock though. Anyone know how to pick a lock? I know how to yeah. break a door. I have no yeah, idea I know how, how to break pick a door a too. We might just have to do that. Yeah. I look at the door. Well. Paris looks at the door and tries to ascertain is it, how how breakable is it? Is it like the, the door on the outside of the, uh, the frame or the inside of the frame or, you know, what's, how, what's the setup? Someone has gone ahead and put a brace on the frame and the door itself and then a padlock right there so the brace is on the outside facing you and a multi-tool you can just unscrew it that, that is a possibility so if kane if you've come and join join the rest of the group you offer that that recommendation and anybody is welcome to take the take the time to unscrew this thing and remove it from the door frame does it look like it swings in or is it supposed to swing out swing out Good question. So that's why you got to move the shelves and the books and stuff, make some room. So I can't, I can't just like kick this door and send it in because that'll not the wrong. You can do whatever you want, man. <laughs> it just might be tougher than the. I you mean, want. <laughs> seriously, just take the multi tool, unscrew it. It'll only take yep. a minute. Let's do that. Well, okay, you've it? got it. Go ahead. All right, go ahead and start unscrewing it. Oh, y'all get books out of my way. Everyone starts to work together, clearing a path for this door to swing open as Agent Kane slowly unscrews these rusty wood screws out of this brace. After a few minutes of work, the door swings open. You're all met with a gust of very, very musty, wet, moist air. It's got a very peculiar stink to it. One, one that's quite unpleasant. Does it at all smell like wet dog? Uh, similar. Similar, A feraliminal scent, if you will. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> how, how resonant? Raise your... You raise your lights up to see how resonant it might be down there. And you see that the doorway has revealed stairs leading down. Uh, stone slab stairs, in fact. St Did you say stone slab stairs? That's correct. He said stone slab stairs. My friends. I was just surprised that there are stone stairs in a stone um, slab stairs. Well, it's it's mall, built on the foundations of a much love older. It. Yep. Love it. Yep. Loving it. Loving where this is going. As a, as a player, not a character. Now, how Brent many Paris miles underground <laughs> is the staircase going to lead? Well, let's uh, find out. Should we, hey, should we leave, uh, Paris says, uh, should we leave uh, someone up here up top just to keep an eye on things? Just as a lookout, a lookout. <laughs> okay. Also, I'm going in. I would like to not, I would. I don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't want to be alone up here. Nope. Last time I was alone, my character became real friendly with a ghost. Your character? What are you, are you feeling okay, man? Do you want? No, no. Remember the uh, good old um... Prentice or Paris? You didn't say you were saying that out of character. So, Mike, <laughs> what are you? Sorry, out of that character. That sounded yeah. like it was in character. 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, because Relic hung out while y'all went in, and now Relic is no, a really I, good friend. John, with a bunch of I guests, got that. So, I was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they're fucking with you. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't I want to, to look go. out. But if you want to, yeah, we you know, feel free. No, let's all do it. Hold let's see what's and... down these stone slab steps. Kane's gonna swap her multi tool for her Glock and swap on the connected light. Hey, I don't mean to, I don't mean to like nitpick, but a Glock is also a multi tool. Yes, but in a very different way. In America, we can use guns for so much more than just shooting people. Like what? Like shooting animals. Uh, Shooting animals. Okay. Number two. Shoot, How about three? Shooting. What else shooting cans. Ah, okay. Shooting yes. doors. Uh, personally, mm. I like to pick my teeth with my. Gun. Shooting stone slab <laughs> steps. <laughs> Me too. Speed limit. Although you might have to visit so the zenith after that, but that might work thematically again into the game. Yeah. So holes in your teeth. Mm-hmm. So Ryan is gonna see Kane pull her gun out and turn to her and ask, "Do you want to lead the way down the stone slab stairs?" Yep. Was planning on it. Alrighty. Paris says, I'll take up the rear and pulls his gun as well. The staircase is about wide enough, maybe for two folks to walk abreast uncomfortably. So Kane goes ahead and just takes point. Now, as you descend these stone slab steps, you note that the walls to either side are a strange colored brick, larger than most brick and mortar that you've seen before. Looks a little strange, a little asymmetrical, but uh, begin making your way down, descending into this dark, damp basement. After only about 10, 11 steps, can you meet with the floor of this area below this bookstore? Now the floor itself is covered with about half an inch to an inch of water. So your feet splash as they meet purchase there. Damn, damn it. I'm gonna have to replace these boots later. You shine your light around as the other agents file in behind you. And you can see that very small enclosure. Three of the walls here are covered in more bookshelves. Now these are smaller, about hip height bookshelves. These shelves are ancient. You also see that there's an armchair and a side table in the middle of this small room. Maybe a comfortable space to read for someone. You hear the persistent drip of water from somewhere out of sight as your lights bounce around this small area. The shelves themselves are filled with books, but uh, as you get closer and begin splish splashing your way through the room you see that they are damp moldy most likely unreadable just damaged some even have clusters of a blue plate-like fungus growing from their bindings and pages in front of the armchair side table on the floor a raised portion of the stone floor that seems drier than the rest is an open book It's a large, old-looking tome. Well, there's a book. Well. Read it. I'll do it. Ryan, yeah. I'll go pick it up. Maybe don't touch it yet. Just see what is on the page it's open to. And Paris starts checking the rest of the room for other exits, entrances, source of the water, that kind of thing. Is that known as gnocchi recipe? Likely. (laughs) Yeah, Kane will walk over, take a look at the book. Yeah. Ryan's going to follow her as well. You'll let her read it, but... He's intrigued. Crouch over the open book that looks like it's cast here. Cast aside, perhaps in a hurry. Perhaps. Looks like the original text of the book, which is- Please keep that in. Printed, is in Latin. There are scribbles in a elegant cursive style in the margins. On the open page as well, 
you see what looks like a depiction of a tree, of a family tree, some sort of genealogy. Looks like it might extend to previous and subsequent pages as well. Do we recognize any of the names on the tree? Do you pick up the book and start looking through it and trying to make sense of this? Because this first page is, is fairly incomplete on its own. Unless Kane you would. do know Latin. I know Latin. Ryan is gonna... Kane's gonna pick up the book. Ask aloud. Flop a couple pages. Does anyone know Latin? I know Latin. <laughs> Says Prentice. Kane, you said you picked up the book? Yes. Uh, what do you do with it? Turn a couple pages, take a look at the rest of the tree, see if I recognize anything. You do not, but you do see that these scribblings are in kind of a pigeon English. Looks like whoever wrote it was deriding what had come from previous passages as falsehoods. It seems to be mostly curses from somebody who is upset by the details they read. So would you say this is written like a diary? You have block printing in Latin, and then you have cursive handwriting, elegant, in the margins for okay. the pages that were revealed here. So someone's taken notes. Since that is in a pidgin English, you're able to make some sense of it. Okay. Ryan's going to turn to Prentice and say, Hey, Mr. Doctor, how's your Latin? I mean, pretty pretty good, I guess. Look at this. See if you recognize any of, any of what this says. Okay. This is specifically talking about an interesting way to prepare the blood of sheep to create a very potent ward against warlocks and witches. That's what these pages are turned to. Okay, this claims to be a ward against warlocks and witches using the blood of sheep. Maybe we should take this back to the hotel, see what else we can get out of it. Sure. Yeah, it's a good call. So Pound said there were books. Maybe we should keep looking. Yeah, if we turn to the front of this, Chris, is there any kind of title or author or any sort of acknowledgement of a name? Absolutely. So when you go ahead and look at the cover of this book, which is curiously dry, not damp or moist at all like the other tomes here, it is called the Dialogos Goetia. Go ahead and roll your history, Ryan, since you asked. Ryan is also going to observe aloud how curious it is that the book is dry and not damp like anything else in the room. And he rolled an 80 out of the target 13 for his history. <laughs> Cool, go ahead and check it. Remember to check your failures. <laughs> the world, the world writing itself. <laughs> What's the name of the book again? The Dialogos? Dialogos Goetia. Oh, Theologos. Dialogos, like uh, dialogues. Oh, okay. Hey, Chris, Par Paris, while he was searching around, he didn't find any other entrances, exits to this room. It's just singular. It's just exactly. Hey, John, wait your In turn. In fact, it's all this like strange, large brick and mortar all around. Um, it does look like but the what's mortar the source is, of the water it does look like the mortar is is rotting in places uh but there's no indication that it leads to like another antechamber or something there is the sound of dripping water from somewhere but you cannot for the life of you find where <sighs> okay but yeah paris was looking ryan is so not leaving not <laughs> until paris couldn't paris couldn't find the source of the dripping water that's then. correct paris is going to look to see if he can find where it's seeping through, if it's like coming in from under a wall somewhere, through a wall somewhere. You don't see anything obvious, but a craft masonry or or any sort of general contracting craft, you can roll that. How about, just go with me on this, a swim? This is, yeah, not, mm, <laughs> maybe, maybe, no. hold on to that. Oh, hold on to that. Don't okay. let me forget you have swim, okay? <laughs> but not, not for this particular test all right he starts so paris is seeing the other 
agents of, are managing the book, so he's he's probing the walls and looking to figure out what else there might be in this room. Absolutely. You don't see any indication of an antechamber, just that the mortar is rotting in some places. So you're you're not seeing anything like that as you as you explore the boundaries of this small area underneath the bookstore. Well, for, for what it's worth, he's going to attempt to figure out where that drip is coming from and if it's if he can figure out if it's behind a certain wall or something he might push against it but it's, otherwise it's uh, actually maddening kind of how how you cannot locate the source of this sound no matter how, no matter where stop. you stand or go it always seems to elude you in your senses well then he will stop before oh. he has to roll sandy <laughs> yeah. um ryan's going to say aloud noticing how curious it is that the book is dry Keep an eye out for any other books as you're walking through the shelves that seem strangely dry. That's actually a good idea. Let's take a quick look for that. There are no other books here that seem undamaged. Again, they all all wholly disappoint. (laughs) They're damp, moldy, unreadable. Again, some have clusters of a blue plate fungus growing from them. So as, as we move around the room and Ryan realizes that there aren't any other books, He's going to kick his foot into the water and go, fuck, and then just be still. Just as a moment of... Maybe angrily kick a wall by... by no, was, he was kicking the water. So you, you do a little splish <laughs> splash? <laughs> an angry yeah. splish splash? Okay. And then he yells, fuck, really loud. Uh, it does not echo. Assuming it, it echoes. It just kind of It doesn't slaps. echo? It just kind of slaps against the moistness of this very damp room. Apprentice. Uh, Sorry, guys. I'm just... Gingerly pats Ryan's back and says, uh, Hey, uh, you'll be fine. Thanks, man. Kane, you're holding on to this large tome. It's uh, 800 to 900 pages. It's fairly heavy. Uh, bound with a thick leather. Now, is that two C's thick or just a... Uh... You'll have to examine it uh, more okay, closely later. to see how many C's might be involved. Kane's Kane's gonna sit down in that chair and just kind of take a look around from that vantage point. Right on. You sit down, placing the giant tome in your lap, and look from side to side. What is your power, Agent Kane? Oh God, power fourteen. It's go ahead and roll your power for me, please. I want to roll my power. That is a success. Thirty-seven under seventy. Nice. Let's go. For a brief moment, so powerful. As you shine your light around from this place that you are now seated, you see Paris looking at the mortar wall to your right. You see Ryan to your left, a little bit behind you, kicking water, cursing under his breath. You see Prentice frowning as he stares at a very large blue plate fungus. And then you. I think you see someone else at the foot of the steps just for a moment just the silhouette of someone you raise your cell phone light to get a better look there's no one there
was really weird. What's up? I swear I just saw someone standing at the foot of the stairs, but there ain't no one there. Paris immediately moves to the stairs and starts looking up. Prentice pulls his gun. Paris, you don't see anything at all. Nothing seems out of sort. Say, so, hey, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check it out just to be sure. And he starts working up the stairs to take a look. Paris, around. would you check Here, that wall next far, to the Paris. base of the stairs first? Sorry? Check the wall next to the base of the stairs first. Paris starts. Just uh, a hunch. He, yeah. He nods and starts probing the probing the. Uh, <clears throat> that's right, Eric. Yeah, that's the face yeah, I want you to make. Real uncomfortable. Uh, probing. The walls around the base of the stairs. Yeah, it's too bad listeners cannot see the faces we make at each other. <laughs> it's not much different than any of the other rotten mortar and brick that you've been exploring. Paris, Paris just shakes his head and heads up the stairs to check. As Paris starts to do that, uh, Prentice will kind of follow and keep him within eyesight. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'll, he'll, basically, he's going to the bottom of the stairs and keeping an eye on him. You see Paris kind of slap his way up the stone slab stairs. And you see him silhouetted there in the darkness, but still visible from where you're shining your light up at the doorway that you guys came through. The one you found behind the shelves of the bookstore called Depths. Paris, you don't see anyone. Brian all of a sudden is going to explain, oh my God, we're in the Depths. Of Depths. Prentice and King. This is why it's called Depths. When you said that. But uh, yeah. Ryan will yeah. also follow them up the stone slab steps. Well, Paris, hold on, you said Paris did see anything. That's correct. You you look around, there's nobody in the bookstore that you can see from this vantage point. He takes a moment and kind of tries to be alert and listen and search around from where he can see just in case there's any movement or sound. Go ahead and roll your alertness. Actually, I'm sorry, roll your search. Yeah, you sure you want me to roll alertness? That'd be super so cool. You're looking you for hidden things, it is search. Oh, that's an alertness for sure. Nope. <laughs> it's a swim? Nope. What about a swim? No? All right, here Let comes your eyes swim, swim through the scenery. I love the swim ask. That's the best. We I'm looking at these walls. <laughs> Just because uh, water well, is present, my swim skill comes into play. <laughs> Should have asked that when we were yeah, outside the, the rain. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it's a a 56 out of 22. That is a failure. failure. So, uh, yeah, you don't see anything. Everything's quiet. It's calm, tranquil. Paris runs like, everything looks uh, calm, quiet, and tranquil. I don't see anybody up here. Well. How are those uh, stone slab steps working for you? <laughs> Sorry. I... On my way out. Did, did... Don't bail halfway through, John. Commit. Yeah, you got to keep diving through it. I, I know we were looking at the books, but did anybody pull any of them off the shelves? They're gross, so no. <laughs> they were gross. Prentice, hold this. Ryan makes his way up the stone slab steps, and now you're up at the top of the staircase, standing next to Paris. Yep. Prentice holds what she puts out. I, I assume the, the book. Dialogos or... Goetia? Yeah, Kane just shoves okay. the book in his hand, says, hold this. Slaps on some gloves and goes and just pulls a random book off the shelf. One of the ones with blue on it. With with uh, fungus on it? Yes. Okay. Fuck yeah. You go ahead and grab this tome through your nitrile glove. And just because of the growth, the extensiveness of the growth, other books next to this one do come out as well. Looks like they've become one in this wonderful new underground ecosystem. They are damp, moldy, damage beyond repair. That was worth and the they try. start clicking at you. All right, we're going to put that back. I think we found everything down here we're going to find. 
Out of curiosity, Chris, mm-hmm. does the damp blue fungus remind Ryan of any other blue things he's seen? Are you going to go down there and examine it again? Uh, go back down into the basement? Um, Do it. Come back he, down stone slab can steps. We, can, we, can we cut this back? Nice. Can we cut this back? No. No. Uh, 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 no, but he saw it when he was down there, and now he's pondering. Yeah, Thank he's you. wondering if, if maybe you should take a closer look to see if it reminds him of anything. Fine. He'll go back down the steps as he thinks about it harder and realizes maybe, kind of maybe there should be a deeper look. And so he descends into the depth of depths yeah, via the stone slab steps. You see Kane trying to put this pile of fungus and rotten paper back where she pulled it off of. It's much less book-like than it was prior. She's having some trouble getting it back on the shelf in one piece, so she's kind of taking clumps of rotten book stuff and putting it in handfuls back on the drooping moldy shelf. Is Prentice it safe to say is watching she has with a, a grimace booksy? on his face. And uh, Ryan, yeah, you're back in the in the water. Paris, are you going to hang out by yourself? No. You're going to follow Ryan down? You will follow him down the stone slab steps back into the depths of... Depths. Yeah, the depths say of depths. the bookstore. Say it. Okay, good. Thank the you. Books, John, actually, I want to hear you say it. The depths. That's fan service for that oh. that person who wants to hear a silky buttery smooth voice. This is this is our ASMR portion of the mm-hmm. podcast. Now I'm gonna cut your hair. That's for the second Patreon tier. So you see you see her finishing up this uh, this task as you re-enter the basement. What's up? Ryan is going to move to the nearest undisturbed batch of blue fungus that catches his eye and uh, look to see if it reminds him or looks at all familiar to the blue fungus he once scraped from his back. It looks very similar, but much larger. And you have been having to scrape that off of your back repeatedly about once a week since that initial visit to the veterinarian. Ryan is going to stare intently and looking quickly around to see that no one's really paying close attention, put his hand out to see if he can make it move. Go ahead and roll your power, please. What? (laughs) Holy shit. Success, 20 out of a target 80. As you do so, the light from your phone begins to dim and it gets darker and darker in your vision around you. Very, very dark, almost pitch black. And when you close your eyes and open them, there's almost no difference. You can't even see your hand held in front of your face. You see suddenly like a bright shining beacon, teeth right at your eye level, only three or four feet in front of you, far past where the bookshelf was, where the fungus was, where the wall was. But there, nonetheless, smiling teeth slowly Around it, you see illuminated, a scraggly, grotesque beard. You realize the teeth are moving. You see the glint now from a light source that you are unaware of, but it's nonetheless present. But you see the glint of a desiccated tongue behind those teeth. You realize that it's a mouth that's wording something, something silent over and over again. You hear- Does Ryan get the sense that this is like a monster's mouth or- It's a human's teeth. Okay. You hear a voice. It's one that you recognize and you're suddenly transported back to that harbor in New York City. You're standing in front of a man in a tattered suit, 
barefoot, walking amongst jagged metal and glass. And he looks at you, and he says, You will have my blessing. You will have my blessing. But the memory changes. It's different than what happened, and you know this. The man turns to you, looks you in the eyes, and he says, Take the pieces. Take the pieces. Put them together. Let them speak to you. Learn the pattern. It's everywhere. All around you. Just let it say its peace. Let it be. Become a conduit and be blessed. Suddenly your phone is bright again. You're staring intently at your hand held towards this blue fungus. It's growing out of this pile of moldering books. You blink a few times. You're not sure exactly what happened, but it felt real more lucid than any lucid dream you've ever experienced. More wet than any. <laughs> Actually, you're still not as wet or damp as the wettest wet dream that you've had as Ryan. So we're not there Got yet, it. Wow. but we'll keep Got track. It. We'll keep track. My. <laughs> Chris, that might be my best reaction from you yet. I thought I was being very creepy and horrifying, and you, uh, I, I'll do better next time. You were, no, I'm really excited to genuinely engage with everything you just said, but I'm waiting for the narration to conclude. The narration has concluded. Something just happened. It's over. Ryan is going to heed what he would think of as guidance or advice and the best way he possibly could interpret to to try to follow its its rules and stand still breathe deep try to listen go ahead and roll your power one more time i'm going to need this however to have a plus 20% i believe that puts you fairly yeah. high at 100 and that was a success 25 out of a possible 100 okay, so a, a good success there yes you do your best to open yourself up to the suggestion of this memory, this artificial recollection, you're not sure. You watch as your hand held forward grasps this wet muck, this surprisingly gelatinous fungus, and you begin smearing it across the moldering top of this falling rotten bookshelf. You grab more and more and begin smearing it not just on the top of the bookshelf, but on the wall behind it, creating swirls, some very asymmetric, some almost impossibly symmetrical. And your brow furrows as you continue this task, creating more and more detailed patterns. Agent Kane, Agent Prentice, Agent Paris. You're not paying attention to Ryan until you see him start grabbing handfuls of fungus and smearing it on the walls. He's doing this silently. All you hear is kind of a, a sticky, sickening sound as he performs this grotesque finger painting activity on his own, facing one of the walls away from you. He seems wholly absorbed in this task as you three are kind of talking to each other, mumbling, whispering about what you want to do next, uh, looking around for the source of the dripping and flipping through pages of this giant, giant tome picked up off of the floor all three of you though at this point look up and notice clearly that ryan is doing something bizarre paris backs up so he can have both the stairwell and ryan 
directly in his view, if that's possible. Absolutely. And this means you're almost backed up against one of the walls and shelves. Yep. But I just wanted, that way I got them both in my viewpoint. For sure. Eye point, sight sight point. Kane's going to motion for Prentice to go up against the wall next to Paris and kind of put herself in front of him. Prentice is wrinkling his nose like, what the fuck are you doing? That's what he says. But Ryan does not move to answer you or to turn around to acknowledge you, but begins to speed up his actions, creating, honestly, very detailed circles and spirals on the walls and again on the top of the shelf. Like happy little accidents. <laughs> That's good. No, it's good. That's, I, I very much uh, answer the question, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so, have y'all ever seen him do anything like this before? Finger paint with fungus? No. Yeah, that's a no. So it's not just me thinking this is really weird. Yeah, it's fucking weird. All right. Ryan, you okay, bud? Ryan does not move to acknowledge you. Doesn't even turn his head to give you a polite side glance. He seems wholly absorbed in his activity. The mural he is now working on has grown in size and complexity. He's awful fast. Uh, Well, if we have nothing else to do here, uh, Ryan, I think we should probably head out. Chris, would you describe Ryan's movement as a dance? No, no. Um, But there is something artistic about his movements, but I wouldn't call it a dance. I'm also annoyed because I wasn't paying attention to the siren because I'm so used to it by now. And I think that Mm -hmm. that whole line has got stepped on by the fucking fire truck. (laughs) Which, by the way, I guarantee there's not a fire. They're just (laughs) just out there fucking joyriding it. Driving in circles. Yep. Letting that siren blare. So I'm going to do something that I haven't done yet. And it's a little tough. If y'all as players are our game. (laughs) Sorry. Can I ask Eric... Amber and John, can I ask y'all to go deaf, basically, so I can tell Ryan something oh, yeah. I don't want y'all to know? Yeah. And then That's I'll cool. I'll go. just text you. Actually, now's a great time. I'm gonna go use the restroom. Okay, cool. So am I. I will I will go ahead and do a Same. good text in Operation Fair Liminal when I'm ready for y'all to jump back on, but I would love for y'all not to hear this. I think it'll be interesting. So, you are done, and you step back. Wait, what? Oh, fuck me, dude. I thought you were about to say, like, my character's done, and I was losing my fucking mind. You know, intrinsically as Ryan, that you are done. You are finished. Okay, okay. You're dead. No, you're you're done. Fuck me, Chris. You back back up. You back up, and you take a look at what you have created. Your mind still calm, almost blank, almost zen-like, and you look at these concentric circles that you've created, and you know, you know that there is a pattern, just like the voice said. There is a pattern, and it is behind every single relationship, every single facet of reality that you have ever and will ever be a part of, observe, and interact with, and you just tapped into it, and you're not exactly sure how, but you know you did. Because you are certain that in this basement, you are not alone. There is something else standing here, and it is waiting to kill you if you take that horrible book. 
the hair raises on the back of your neck. You are more certain of this than anything else you've been certain of in your entire life. It is here in this room, even if you can't see it, because you have peered beyond even its ken at the underlying mathematics of reality. And that equation tells you, without doubt, that this is the case. You are in grave, grave danger. Perhaps the gravest you've ever been. I need to adjust your character sheet a little bit. Can I ask questions? You now have three willpower left. That's very important. What? I need you to roll a 1d6, please. What? Three? Haha, is that good or bad? You can tell me. Come on, Chris. Don't what did you roll? <laughs> I gotta roll the one. You're going to lose one sanity. For this particular situation, I need to tell you. We're gonna get back to the whole team in a second. I actually need to take a break. Can too. I ask questions? Oh, oh, no, sorry. What question would you like to ask? Do I get a sense of whether or not it's just me that would be in danger? Or if the group, would, like, meaning if I wanna know what's in that book and I can be like, hey, Amber, or hey, Kane, get that book up those subs. Whatever entity that you have divined that's in this room somehow that you can't perceive except with this mathematical certainty, yeah, it will kill whoever tries to take that book out of this room. It will. It's just two plus two equals four. Wait, so my fucking willpower is three, then what was the one? You lost one sanity. Oh, that's nice. And I'm telling you that. My willpower is fucking three? You that's lost, so low. You lost eight willpower and one sanity because, and I'm telling you this because it is a cost. It's not just something uh, I want to keep behind a veil. Oh, it's because, the spell! Because I want you to be aware because you have just oh. learned a spell and you have spent. Fuck. You can have I bring spent the blue the fungus with me? You can do whatever you want. This is your game. It, like an old jar. You just oh, know that God. book. That book will gain the ire of okay, okay, a okay. very dangerous entity. So we're going to start this now that you, you all have returned to the audio stream. We're going to start this with Ryan, who has now stepped back. You all see this from his handiwork and is still staring at it, but he is now in full control of himself. Ryan is going to turn to the rest of the group, look back at the wall, look back at them very seriously, say, I can't explain that gesturing to the wall. But you need to know in all of the experiences that we've had with the unnatural that we cannot leave this room with that book. That book belongs and must stay here. We can look at it, so it seems, here, but we can't leave. We can't leave with that book. Well, Prentice, I guess uh, you better start reading. Should we burn it? Let's figure out what it has to say first. I, I don't. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't. No. I'm going to take that under advisement. I'll go ahead and read it. It's about 900 pages. Of yeah. Of I'll very dense, was archaic open. Latin. Even with your 40% yeah. in Latin, this would take weeks of study. You can just tell sure. that right off the bat. Heard loud and clear. I want to look where it was originally open to and see mm -hmm. if I can get anything out of that. So you start perusing these pages. You're bouncing between this archaic, shitty Latin from, from this block print. You're also looking at the Pigeon English or Middle English margins, which is what it's starting to look more and more like to you. So older English is, is what you're picking up on. 
Hey, Ryan. What happens if we take this book out of here? Um, you die. Right. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Ryan, you want to tell me what that was all about? I've seen some weird stuff over the years, but i never seen that before. I've seen new weird stuff every time. I don't understand how it doesn't repeat. But uh, no, I can't. I can't explain it. But look, if you don't believe me, that's fine. Not saying I don't believe you, just saying I don't understand. It's... Yeah, I mean, the list of things I don't understand but live with is growing. I guess that's something you and I definitely have in common. Well, we got some time now while he's skimming that book. Ain't nothing else to do down here. You want to tell me some of it? (laughs) Hey, Brian, would you try to stop us if we tried to take the book out? No. Okay. Would we all die? Is it just whoever takes the book out? Just trying to get a sense of what we're dealing with. I mean, does who here would you want to take the book out? (laughs) (laughs) What if we tossed the book up the stairs through the door? (laughs) No, I'm just Probably the tosser. Not serious question. (laughs) Paris is just going to be, he's just going to hang tight. Keep an eye on everything. Ryan's right now trying to get a bunch of this goo off of his hands. He's bent down into the about inch high water, trying to wash his hand off as he's answering Kane's questions. And Prentice, you're doing your best to make some sense. It's it's obvious whoever was writing in these margins, and again, we're, we're talking older English. You're seeing that, again, this person was not a fan of what was being asserted in prior pages. Still vague. You really need to read through those prior pages to understand why he's so upset. You do see that he's drawn based on something that he got from this enormous text, a family tree aforementioned. And as you trace through it and keep turning page after page as it continues in these margins and you kind of have to follow the the breadcrumbs uh, around other diatribes that he's randomly stuck in there, you can see that he claims that he himself, the writer of, of, of these notes, is the child of a unholy union, one that is talked about in great detail apparently in this text you see that benjamin stockton and he has underlined this you realize that those are the words that's the person's words that you're reading right now he is able to impossibly draw his family tree beyond his own death here in this text he has marked the dates of when these branches wither and as you look through this you can see that there's only one living descendant of benjamin stockton that's janet pound That's the only name that hasn't been crossed off with a date underneath it. Go ahead and roll your sanity, please. Oh, shit. <clears throat> yeah.
Yeah, all right. Well, let's get this over with. Relic, you do not appear to be your typically chipper self today. Well, do you think it might be because I still have a bunch of trash sticking out of my torso? A perfect non-sapient sidearm, you mean? I uh, thought you had a solution, Jeff. <laughs> this is no way for a man to live. Of course I have a solution. But first, I wish you to provide another avenue within this stream of time for the work to continue. Nope. No. Not, not today, Jeff. As my sensory abilities are flawless, I am sure I just heard you respond in the negative. Am I to understand you are betraying our bargain? We never struck no bargain that said you were going to turn me into a discount bin Robocop, Jeff. Very well. Then I will begin the necessary steps to provide your solution. However, due to a resulting divergence of certain reality-spanning setomorphs, I will need you to recite the call to support the work during my preparatory measures. No deal. Fix the arm. Oh, shit, but... Damn. Good. Finally. I will begin now, Relic. You will too. Deal's a deal, you invisible son of a bitch. <clears throat> Again, thank you all for turning into Sorry Honey, I Have to Take This. Many of you have chosen to support the work at coffee.com slash sorryhoney. This allows your filthy fiat currency to be exchanged for things like microphones, other hardware, server space, and music software. All these things make the show better and better, and you're speeding it along to greater things. Come yell at the cast on Discord or listen to high-quality versions of the show's original music via Linktree slash Honey. Bunch of easy indexed links there for all the socials, too, if that's, uh, if that's your thing. Thanks, thanks again. Uh, do I need to ask, Jeff? Well, there's purple smoke coming out of the radio. <laughs> Smells like, uh, like pine cones and wet dog. Breathe deeply, Relic. This is part of the solution. Jeff, Jeff, the problem is solved. The garbage arm is no more. What the hell are you doing now? Breathe. Breathe and sleep, Relic. We are going to ensure you never desire a sidearm again. What? S sleeping gas? The, the hell cartoon shit are you... Are you... Are you uh, 